Hey guys, it's me, Lisa Stanley, your Rentienta, here on the podcast, What Goes On Around Here. I'll tell you what goes on around here today. We've got actress Carly Craig, who you might know for her role in the movie Hall Pass, and most recently on TV's American Housewife. That's ABC. Today, she's going to talk about her YouTube original series called Sideswiped, where we'll find out what goes on around the internet dating world, because that's what this is all about. Hi, everyone. Welcome to What Goes On Around Here. I'm your local or your resident, I should say, Rentienta, Lisa Stanley. <laughs> and uh, today, my guest, I'm very excited to talk to her. You guys will probably remember her from the movie Hall Pass, or if you watch ABC's American Housewife, you might have seen her on that. Her name is Carly Craig. And Carly... Grew up in San Diego. I did. Hi, Carly. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. And you also say that you come from a very large Irish family. Uh, Irish-Italian, yes. Mm Irish-Italian family, including two pro baseball players. Yep, my dad and my brother. My dad uh, played baseball with uh, George Brett back in the day. What team? The Royals, Kansas City Royals. Oh. Um, they played in the minor leagues together, and then my dad was a scout for the Mariners. My brother played for the Mariners in the minor leagues, and then went off and played in Double A for a whole bunch of teams. Wow, the Mets, I think, and the Phillies. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow, that's mm-hmm. great. How many brothers and sisters do you have? Two brothers and one sister. So where's the large family? My mom's side. I mean, my mom. So they all have like. So there's six of them. Are the they kids. the Italians or the Irish? The Itali- Italians. Okay. My dad's side is the Irish. Okay. So the Italians all have six kids. Eat like there's six kids and they each have four. So one of them doesn't have any kids, but all the rest of them have four kids each. So it's like there's just a million cousins. Then they have kids and then they have kids. So what's so Thanksgiving and Christmas like? You know what? We're like it's impossible because my parents aren't together anymore. So it, I just go to my boyfriend's family <laughs> for Thanksgiving. <laughs> It's like to d- decide like which one. I'm just like I'm making it easy, and then we're gonna go to like Italy or something for Christmas. We're just <laughs> and did I read that Mandy Moore from This Is Us is your stepsister? Yeah, my mom married her dad. Are they still married? Yeah. Oh, so really she's happy. She's actually your stepsister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any possibility of maybe you on This Is Us a little bit? Oh, I don't. I, not that. Not that I know of. No. <laughs> She's super supportive, but I'm not I'm not asking for parts on anything or anything like that. But I believe there is a celebrity who did change your life and not your stepsister Mandy Moore. <laughs> That's Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, and he doesn't know it because So let's tell yeah. him. <laughs> Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Dan, are you listening? Thank you so much for telling my friend sitting next to me to go to Second City because I took your advice that you gave to her and I went to Second City and literally changed my whole career because that's where I got into comedy where and were you and how did this come up with, with at Dan? some random like party that my friend uh, got us into you know what I mean and she was like he was just talking to us and he was giving her the advice to go to Second how City how long was ago so was this oh like probably 2001 okay so a hundred years ago well not that long <laughs> but yeah okay and so you're at this party you meet Dan Aykroyd you obviously know who Dan Aykroyd is right oh yeah huge fan so yeah and he was very, he, I was just sitting there listening to everything he was saying and you were not so in the business at that time oh no I was I moved here right at 18 so you know I was I wasn't really working or doing anything yet but I was here kind of, you know like like looking for ways to figure it out and how to how to break in are you the only one in your family in show business yeah 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now my stepsister, but before, well, besides she, as an Mandy, adult, she came yes. in. Yeah. But other than that, uh huh, definitely. So I, when I moved out here, I didn't know anybody, and you know, so when he said to get into Second City, I signed with the How next day. How did it come up? Like, did you say to him, "I'm looking to be an actor no. or a comedian"? Or I think my friend might have said something to him because he literally wasn't talking to me, <laughs> like he wasn't telling me. But um, I think she might have brought it up because this is so long ago. I don't remember the exact conversation. I just remember he was so passionate about the second city that there was no way that anybody in that conversation wasn't signing up the next day you know what I mean so when I did I went in there because I came here to do drama like I came to LA to you know be in Titanic I saw that in the theater and I was like well, yeah well thank god you didn't because you'd be dead now <laughs> Titanic 2 zombies are big now they can do Titanic yes! 2 and zombies it could be something. the walking dead on the Titanic yes I think we just came up with the next show <laughs> then all my dreams come true so how long after um, you joined Second City. Mm-hmm. Did things start happening for you? Nine years, super quick. Super <laughs> quick, man. Actually, You're an overnight I, success. An overnight success. <laughs> no, I, it, actually, so that was 2001, and then my first big job was. Um, I moved here in, in 98, so my, that was nine years. So my first big job was like 2007. Which was? Um, role Models. Oh. So I went to Second City, and then I started writing there because I really wanted to get on stage, and I was going through the program, and it took a while to get on stage. So I started writing and putting together, like producing on a small level. I'd put together a group of people, and we'd rent the theater, and we'd write the thing. And I got Bernie Brillstein to come, which was like a huge manager. Sure is. And yes, yeah, so I did that for like six years. Um, just kept putting on shows, and it would invite, I worked at restaurants as a waitress next to these big you know managements and agents and stuff and I would invite them all and they would come so for six years I did that and what, then Bernie signed me what restaurant was that at that you found all these people Manhattan Wonton it's no longer there but it was right uh, it's on Doheny and Wilshire oh I remember that you do I sure oh, do it was good it was kind of it's slow. where Kate uh, Kate Manalini's was Kate yeah. Manalini's exactly. was yes yeah. yep so that's oh. like a good spot to be because all of them come there for lunch. So they got to know me a little bit. And then I would be like, oh, I'm doing a show at Second City. And Bernie told me early on, he's like, you know what? A girl in comedy, keep doing that. Rare. That's rare. And yeah, so he pushed me to, to go in that direction. I started writing more. And after like six years of doing that, he he came to one of my shows where I wrote a lot of it and performed by myself on stage. I wrote songs. I played guitar and I'd write these like really naively disturbing songs. And he was like, you found your voice, kid, and you're coming over here. So he signed me and then I auditioned for Role Models and booked it. And it started to slowly take off after that. I mean, So you see what happened when you used your assertiveness and your voice, it yep. paid off. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people would not have bothered or considered it a bother oh, right. to say something to them. But you invited them and you used your voice and it paid off. Big in fact, I think being like young and naive worked out because I didn't know that you weren't supposed to just call and set up a meeting with somebody. <laughs> like that Bernie Brillstein was this huge manager. I literally called his office and his assistant answered and I said, I want to set up a meeting with Bernie. And she's like, who is this? And I said, it's Carly Craig. She would go ask him and he just took the meeting. Like like now, I would never do that. Like right? I would go through the channels Me that you're supposed either. to go through. But I didn't know that you weren't supposed to do that. And so I would go there and he'd meet with you for like 45 minutes and just he became like a mentor so in those six off. years. Big time. So his advice was always kind of because I always wanted to do the drama, and I went to Stella Adler, and and that's a huge part. Even in the show, there's some there's a lot of like comedy and drama. We're going to talk it. about that show in a minute. Yeah, yeah, it's very swipe. exciting how all of this happened. Yeah, but, but I want to lead up. I want to lead up and let everybody know that your transition. You came out to be a dramatic actress. Yes. Uh, you then went into comedy. Yes. And how did you enjoy comedy versus drama? 
I love them both. I stayed at Stella Adler the whole time. Stella Adler, for those of you that don't know, is an acting class. Yeah, it's a dramatic act. It's like Robert De Niro went yes. there. And, you know, it's a pretty prestigious acting school for drama um, theater. And I stayed there. I loved it so much that I stayed there for like nine years. And I would produce plays over there. So I would just get the rights to plays and then cast it how I wanted, put myself in it, and invite people to come. And eventually, like, Mark Ruffalo ended up directing us. Oh, I love Who's him. Afraid of Virginia Wolf? Yeah, because he's a big Stella Adler guy. Popped in when we lost our director and all of a sudden he was directing us. And so, you know, I learned early on that if I took action and I really like could I could pick the parts that I wanted to play, you know, because I wasn't getting them just from an audition. But it seems like mainstream you've picked comedy. You had Hall Pass, mm-hmm. Role Models. Yeah. I mean, ABC Housewife, American Housewife. These are comedies. Yeah, yeah. So I, so comedy became my thing, I think, because that's what I, I was so. writing. And then now, I, you know, with this show, the kind of comedy that, that I really love to write is comedy that's really grounded and, and, the, and it's coming at, the funny is coming out of the situation, you know, that's relatable, sometimes awkward, things you don't want to talk about, like... The, the show opens in a gynecologist's office that's based on my experience at the gynecologist. All right, so let's get to kid. the show now because this is pretty darn exciting. <laughs> Let me just set it up a little bit for people. Mm-hmm. So you were in a very long relationship, mm-hmm. and then at the age 35, is that yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. You found yourself single. Yes. And in a terrible time to be single because really there's no good guys around. No. And the worst part for you was in in the time now that you were in a relationship and during that time, now there's a new thing in the world called Dating online. online. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so now you swore never, ever, ever are you going to do it. It's creepy. It's, yeah. it's scary. It's pathetic. It's, <laughs> you just hated it. But then one of your friends forced you yeah. into doing it as a joke, I imagine. Well, yeah, kind of. It was like... I, I met with the co-creator on the show is this guy, Dan Reisinger, who is a friend of mine who we decided... By the way, the show is called Sideswiped, yeah. and it's on YouTube. It's an original YouTube series, but what I want you to tell everybody is the backstory, how you got there, because it all started with Tinder, people. Yeah. and Yeah, so I knew that I wanted to write something about the, my dating experiences. As soon as I got back in the dating world, even before I got on Tinder, it was shocking, because I hadn't really done it in a while, and we all know how dating goes in LA. Ugh. Dating goes or anywhere. Go. <laughs> yeah, I mean anywhere, but especially in LA, I feel like. And um, so my friend Dan convinced me to go on Tinder. Oh, it was a guy, of course, yes, that convinced her. Who then took over my Tinder and was like writing people things, but it was really my face and my name. And I'm like, don't write crazy stuff because yeah, but me that, on there. But that crazy stuff got you over 400 responses in yeah. like two hours or something. Yeah, it was 252 in that night and then woke up to 400. But we swiped on like, I don't know, a thousand. Like we swiped. <laughs> on so many people and so we just went nuts and just we weren't picky so the next day I was going through all my messages to kind of check out this new world and there were a lot of crazy there was just like a lot of sups there was a lot of like I got a hey Kathy which is not even my name I got I'm a dom looking for a sub I got that three times I think and I'm like if anything I'd be the dom what are you talking about oh, that's but then hysterical. there was one message on there that was really sweet and witty and it was this it was this really good guy who's now my boyfriend yes I was gonna get to that yeah so it did work out for you in the end the online dating not just in the boyfriend department but it gave you an idea yeah for this show yeah sideswiped Yes. Which basically, uh, I would call it a modern day sex in the city. Yeah, modern day sex in the city. Uh, the only thing I would say is that the three main characters are related and there's like a multi generational aspect. Tell us about to the it. show. 
So my mom is played by Rosanna Arquette, right? Who we all love. And I hear that you uh, added Rick Springfield for your real mom in the cast. Is that true? Yeah, that I added it for my real mom? Yes. What do you mean? She's a fan? Yes. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that casting was really for your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not for your play mom, Rosanna Arquette. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Who was? He was fantastic, by the way. He's great. I've interviewed him a ton of times. I oh, love he's him. The nicest. Yeah, yeah. So she's in her fifties. My mom was single in her fifties before she met my stepdad. So I think. That there, I found something really interesting about a woman starting over in her 50s who spent her whole life married with kids and like you know what that would be like and how scary that would be and how that would affect your relationship with your kids like I know with my mom she sort of became more like a friend and you know because you, you're feeling young again you can like you're going out and dating and like all, dressed up yeah, maybe, maybe you're borrowing each other's clothes yeah yeah exactly a little midlife crisis that's going on <laughs> that I wanted to inject into Rosanna's character and with her this is not like my mom but her character was living with you know her husband for all those years and was only a wife and a mother like didn't ha- ever have never had a job and so when her husband dies suddenly she is left with nothing you know she didn't know anything about the bills or anything like that to sell the house and she has to move in with me so our roles are kind of reversed where I'm sort of like the responsible mom the mom yeah and her character well, is that, you like know that happens in real life we start to parent our parents yeah exactly so so that relationship is really interesting to me and, and some of the fights that I've had with my own mom I've brought into the show and watching her so this show is herself. loosely based on your real life yes but my mom is very independent that's the difference with them is you know she's independent she's happily married now you know she's she's the opposite of her in that way but She's a lot of fun, like Rosanna, you know. Um, but watching us, I, like, like kind of live out that, and watching her, you know, get her first job in her, at fifty something years old um, in her life, and like, you know, going out and dating, and just being free, and kind of opening up, going to a restaurant by herself for the first time because she can't do anything alone, you know. Just watching that character, and then there's the younger sister played by Chelsea Fry, who's twenty five, you know, millennial, who is one of those people that got married and had a kid because that's what you're supposed to do, you know, before thirty, and she's pressuring me to to do this happily ever after thing that I think they force us to believe in more kids. And you start to see that like, she's only 25. So she's just starting to get to know herself that maybe she wanted to do more, but she never, now she's got this kid and who's a great kid and a great husband, but she feels a little stuck. And we kind of watch her start living vicariously through us and see how she's affected and what happens in her marriage. It's a great cast. Honestly, you have uh, you. Peter Gallagher yep. and Thomas Lennon. I'll tell you a funny story about Thomas <laughs> Lennon. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> I love Tom Lennon. He was doing a CBS show called The Odd Couple. Yeah. Okay. And, I know it. Uh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's take a break and then I'll come back and tell you the story. Oh. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Lisa Stanley here and I want to tell you about this new root cover-up I'm using. It's called Wow. And ladies and gentlemen, listen up because it does make you say wow. Uh, It camouflages roots and dark regrowth instantly and it stays in until you wash your hair. It's so natural looking. There's several colors to choose from. In fact, I bought two different ones to get the perfect match for my roots. They're affordable and they're fantastic. It's the perfect thing for in-between color. Wow! It's simple to use, comes in powder form, in a compact, and it fits right in your pocket or your purse. So get you some wow. Okay, we're back. Now I was going to tell you about my story yeah, Tom about Lennon. Tom Lennon, who is on your show, Sideswiped, on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so Tom was doing, uh, Thomas was doing a show called The Odd Couple for mm-hmm. CBS with uh, Matthew Perry. Yeah. And uh, I went over to the set to interview them. And while I was interviewing, I don't know what was going through my head, you guys, but I saw his last name in my head as Lemon, not <laughs> Lennon. Okay. So as I'm interviewing him, I ask this question. So 
how are you related to the Lemon Sisters? No. Right. Now, the fact that you even know who I'm talking about <laughs> is a miracle because these women are 120 in a day. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> he, he looked at me and he said, who are you and how did you get this job? <laughs> I could totally see him oh, saying yeah. that. And I was like, what are you talking about? I thought that was a very good question. He said it would have been if my last name was Lemon. Oh, it's Lennon. Amazing. That's so funny. Just one of the Lisa-isms around. I'm going to tell him about yeah. that. I'm going to bring it up. Tell him and I he will. will so remember because it was a joke for like the next week everywhere he went. Oh, that's He so was funny. telling people his I'm last gonna, like, name. She researched me really well. I guess she just wasn't that interested in you. That's she ex- knew about my whole life. I only knew one thing about him. I swear this is true. I only knew one thing about Thomas Lennon, and that was he had great legs because he used to wear he short, does. hot mm-hmm. pants in his old show, Reno. Yeah, he does have great legs. And that is the only <laughs> thing I knew about That's him. That's hysterical. Isn't that funny? Okay, so you've got him. You've got Jason Sudeikis, who, God, I love that guy. He is oh, hysterical. I love, I love him. Peter Gallagher, as you mentioned, Rosanna Arquette plays mm-hmm. your mom. Tyler Posey. I mean, really, you got a cast. Did you put this cast together? How did you do this? It was a team effort. So some of them were my friends that I'd worked with before, like Jason and Tom I knew before. Um, And then we had a great casting director who helped us get some great names. And um, one of the producers knew people. It was just like a group effort of who knew who and could, you know, pull a favor, get get the word out and kind of, you know, so that they could like the script. What's it like, by the way, to see yourself in New York City on a jumbo billboard? Okay, honestly. Because I was on Instagram on my friend Irina Metavoy's page. Yeah. And she was took a picture of you and oh. put it on her page. Oh, that's awesome. Now, do you know her? No, who's Irene? Irina Metavoy is Mike Metavoy, huge Hollywood producer's wife. Oh. And somehow she must know somebody working on your show oh, because that's I how I saw her. the billboard. Oh, my God. I mean, for me, it was... I'm still a little bit in shock because this is all that stuff's all new for me. Oh my god, it was and so cool to see that. It really was, and this is my 20th year in LA. Like I moved out right at 18. I'm 38 now, so it was like very shocking. And I'm, I don't know. I feel like overwhelmed by it all because I've been working on the show for a little while too. So to see it like come to life and then now, I've now come it's to life, out. Now it's you huge. can go watch it. That's right. It's now crazy it's out to me. right now. Yeah. Uh, streaming on YouTube. Okay, tell us a little bit about some of the storylines with the crazy dates. Fill okay. us in. All right, so you do see in the trailer a little bit about the crying guy, right? Okay. So that happened to me in real life. This is what I want to know. Yeah. Take me through some of your... I'm assuming now that you did go on a few dates. before. I, a lot, Okay, yeah. before mm-hmm. you met Mr. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay, so take us on some of those crazy stories because I assume these are how you got some of your stories for your show. Yeah, yes. Um, the dating and just the embarrassing things that happened in my life are all incorporated on the show. Spill, <laughs> spill. But the crying guy... Okay, so I was making out with this guy for minutes horizontally like making out on the couch you know what I mean like and all of a sudden my nose felt wet (laughs) and I was like honestly I couldn't figure it out I'm like am I leaking like what's going on like why is my nose wet so I look up and I'm he's got watery eyes I'm like are you crying (laughs) and he's crying and he goes yeah and I go what's wrong and he said literally he says my parents were hard on me and my response was like today and he was like <laughs> no when I was a kid and I'm like why is he thinking about that while we're making out I, d- I still don't understand what he happened. never answered it he just was crying and then we started talking about his parents being hard on him we d- we're done making out now oh you're done for good we're, after now that. we're in therapy session talking about his parents being hard on him but I went out with him like a 
three or four more times after that because I don't know. He was pity. such a great was guy. That pity? I, first of all, pity. For the, I couldn't stop talking after that because that's embarrassing. I wanted to make sure he knew that it wasn't because of that. But he was awesome in every other way. That's so just nice that of he you. Cry. Well, he was so funny, this guy. He was a great guy. He just, you know, there was obviously some baggage there that I wasn't ready to deal with baggage. on the third date. <laughs> yeah, I'd say he had a luggage store with him. Who cries about making <laughs> out? Cries. I think I'm a good kisser, too. I'm like, you're missing out. What is, how is this making you think of your parents? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, okay, so <laughs> that's one, and that's used on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now another. Well, I have plenty in stuff that hasn't even been used on the show yet. But, I mean, I went out with a guy that that just, like, he was such a great guy, too. Oh, this is actually on the show. Went out with a great guy that I found out later was a sex addict. But he's in recovery. So I had to think in my head, like, is that, that like? is that a deal breaker? Like, he's been in recovery for a long time. He's an awesome guy. Do you like, but if he relapses, what does that mean? Like, does he go like get a bunch of hookers and, and I have to deal with that with or my boyfriend? Or does it mean that you're going to have a sore vagina? <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, I'm you'll not see. Really sure what that means. Part of me, part of me was really curious about, I'm like, is, is he like a sex expert then kind of? Cause he's had so much sex. That, that went through my head, which we tackle on the show, like where my character starts to be like, maybe this could be to my benefit. I could learn something from this guy. You know what I mean? Like where my brain exactly. went. Exactly. Was... Exactly. Okay. And another one, one more. One more that's not on the show is I went off with a guy that, again, was really great, but had really bad BO. Oh, and deal breaker. super duper natural and like wanted to do yoga together. And I'm like, that's going to make it worse. You know, stuff like that where I'm like, you know, you go home from a date with a guy with bad BO and you're like, a shoulder smells like Ew, it. Like you're you're about to do something, you turn your head and you and you smell them on your shoulder. Like that's the deal breaker. Oh, God. <laughs> that is such a deal breaker. <laughs> Was there anyone other than the boy that you did meet, who's your boyfriend? Yeah. Um, who you said came pretty quickly uh, through Tinder, yeah, right? The first night. First night. Yeah. Honestly, he's in the 252 matches. He was one of them. But how long did it take you to get to him after going through all of those? Not long. So here's the thing. I went on a bunch of dates before that. Then I went on Tinder already knowing what I wanted to do with the show, but I needed to research Tinder a little bit to know that world. Went on one date with him, and then that was that. But was that date... A real date in your yeah. mind, or was oh, that it wasn't a date research. for your show? No, because I was going through the messages, really liked his, and started writing to him. And we were texting for like three days, and he had really good text game. Like he's 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 a writer in real oh, life, so he was really perfect. funny. He was witty, you know, and so just kind of like started to fall for him before I even met him, just through text messages. So then we went on the by the time we went on the date, we already liked each other. You felt like and you then, knew each other, yeah. And then we and then we really clicked really quickly, and um, have How been together ever that? since over two years ago. We live together now. And what's going on with the marriage, maybe? Maybe. 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 A little ring somewhere. (laughs) How many many dating services did you use when you did date? Uh, Just, I literally used the one. I went on for the one night. Um, I have used my friends and like, like been like gone on Bumble and all the other ones for my friends, like played, you know, like. uh, What's that one called? P.O.F., right? Plenty of Fish. Yeah. How's Mm -hmm. that one? It's free, so you know what it's about fun. Farmersonly.com. I think if you're looking for a farmer one? only, it's good. Although their or whole ChristianMingles.com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's Those a I didn't go on. of you them. Can, anything that you want out there, there is an app for it. Oh yes. my goodness gracious! <laughs> so, how many did you end up with as far as potential dates? Four hundred, or was there more? Uh, how many matches did I get? Yes. Yeah, there was over four hundred. But I, like I said, I swiped. What do they on base a matches on though? 
on Tinder? Yeah. Nothing. Literally, it's you swipe right on somebody. That means you like them. And then they don't Tinder know. I Tinder was the hookup where you just went for sex. That's what people say, but that's where I met my boyfriend. So I'm, I've heard this yeah. story before people met their boyfriends. Yeah. It's just like, they're all the same. Basically, you go on there and you're like, it's like it's like being at a bar. If you go to a bar, you're like, that person's cute. Let me go talk to them. It's that on it's Tinder. It's a little more intimidating, though, at a bar because you're face to face. Exactly. At least if you're behind a phone screen. It's easier. It's much easier. And there's more people. And you know that they're all single because at a bar, you can get rejected because well, somebody could be that in a relationship. Well, you don't know that they're all single. Well, they should be. I mean, like, either they're they're single. Have you seen Ashley Madison before? Yes. Thank you. But but that's a whole different thing. You know what you're looking for on that, too. Yeah, but those people are married. Yeah. And they're on a site. Yep. So I have to disagree and no, say no. that some people are married on But they're all on there for the same. Like, the people on Ashley Madison know that they're going to get dates, and the people that are looking for the dates on Ashley Madison know that they're married. Got so it. So at least you know that much about each other when you're on the apps. Like, these people are looking for whatever you're on this, a farmer or a Christian. Or whatever it is that you're looking I mean, for. I'm not kidding. There's everything. There's everything. There is every. Is there like a one you could go for transgenders now? Probably, and, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there is. Yeah. It's just, for, look, it's for everybody out there. That's what's great about like Rosanna's character. You get to watch her go on the apps, and you know she's in her 50s, and it can be a little intimidating starting your life over at that age. But it makes it a little bit easier because there's like. A bazillion other people doing the same thing, and that you can meet, you right, know, right? At the exactly. Touch, in your bed before you go to sleep, just swipe a couple times and have a date the next day. Hence, sideswiped. You can sideswipe on <laughs> you them, can left or right. Baby. <laughs> so, how many episodes to the season? Eight episodes, and they're all out now. You can binge watch it on YouTube Premium, which is the best yes. to be able to binge. Yep. Have we gotten a pickup yet for season two? No. Hint, hint. Hello, YouTube. Premium. Who do we have to ask? You, uh, Suzanne Daniels. Suzanne. Let me have a chat with you for a minute. <laughs> I have not seen all the shows. I've seen a little bit of one. And I'm telling you, this is the new modern day Sex in the City. <laughs> and since uh, Samantha, uh, what's her face? Sarah and, Jessica Parker. Yeah. Are feuding and yeah. they're not going to be another one. Yeah. This you is need it. us. Right. Yeah. Exactly. We can't we can't just do eight and go away. We have no. so, I have so many stories to tell. No, and I guess you'll <laughs> how does it get rated? How does the show on YouTube how YouTube do they premium? decide? Yeah. You mean like if it's for kids or anything like that? At the beginning, there's like a disclaimer that says this, you know, this will have. Do you have R-rated stuff in your show? We do. It's not a bunch of nudity and stuff, but there is some sexual content. There's definitely language, um, adult themed things, you know, um, it's not for kids. But I would say, you know, multi-generational for sure. I can like, however old you are, you can watch sexual things on TV. Up until your, you know, however, until your grandma, until your grandma, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we have, I mean, we tackle menopause on here, we tackle freezing your eggs, and then we have a millennial that's, you know, dealing with all the things that she's dealing with in life, um, being married with a kid. Are you using your friends for their storylines? Sometimes, yeah. Um, the married character is based on a few friends of mine that felt felt that pressure, that societal pressure to get married before a certain age and have a kid, and what they're feeling now stuck. You know, like they'll come visit me and be like. I'll go hang up with my boyfriend, go meet him at a bar or something at like midnight, you know, and she's like, not when you have a kid, can't do that. Might as yeah. well, you go to bed at 7.30. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. No, but let me ask you something. So does your, um, does your boyfriend get a little, is he weirded out about this a little bit, about you telling all these dating stories? Or No, he's been like really supportive. I mean, he still has to watch it. Like, That's what I mean. He's probably at work watching it right now. Yeah. But um, 
I just told him I don't want to watch it with you uh, because it's no difference than than an actor who's married that has to ha- watch his wife have a love scene. Yeah, yeah. Right. Luckily, all my love scenes are pretty like uncomfortable and awkward, so they're not this. You'll see. It's it's. Will it's you not- tackle on the show sideswiped your actual meeting of the right the right guy? Will you tackle that you at know- all? Maybe. Season two, Suzanne. Season it, two. Yeah, I think that, you know, that one thing about the show is it's not like a date of the week kind of thing where it's about meeting Mr. Right. I really want to right get... Just right now. Mr. Just right Mr. Now? Right now. <laughs> I want to get the message across that, like, you see Rosanna's character, how, you know, she was married and happily ever after, and then her husband died and she had nothing, and she had never done anything with her life to take care of herself, so she has to live with me. And then you see Chelsea's character doing the same thing. Which is your sister My in sister, the show. Right. right. So... I really think that it's important. You know, everybody grows up with this, like, you find your prince to live happily ever after. And so many people feel the need to do that. But I I really want to get the message across that, you know, these women, yes, they are dating. And and if a guy fits in, great. But the most important thing is to, like, figure out who you are and what you love to do. and So that the guy can be an addition. Yes. And if he fits in, it's... Yes, exactly. Because if he's a substitution, then if he goes away, you don't know who you are. Well, you're screwed. You're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... I just see it a lot. So this, so. this to me sounds like, besides being fun, funny, and 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 just uh, relatable, uh, relatable. It seems to me like there's a lot of good information you're teaching people. Yeah. Yeah, there, you'll see when you watch it, there there are a lot of, like, little messages, like, you know, just inclusiveness and all that that you'll see when you when you watch the show. Um, I mean, Chelsea's character's in an interracial relationship. You know, we have all ethnicities on the show. So you're diving into real life in it's, every aspect. It's, yeah, it's it's real life, and it's what should be normal, and you know? And what about your other career? I call it your other career, but it's still the same. You're acting. <laughs> yeah. But meaning... Going on to make more movies mm. or being part of another TV show on a network. Yeah. Is that still going to be part of your uh, deal? Yeah. Well, uh, American Housewife, I've been on for the last two seasons and I will go back for season three. Um, I think I'm going back in September. Tell people what you do on that show. That's a funny show. Oh, she I is, love that show. Oh, it's she is so, so good. funny. Katie is hysterical. God, is Katie hysterical. Yeah. And I play like, one of her arch nemesis. I, I, her and I hate each other. And... Our constant. I mean, we're just so mean to each other on the show, and we have so much fun with it. We have to hug each other after we're done with the scene because we're just so mean, you know. But I have a great time doing it. I don't play mean very often. I'm playing a mom. I've, I don't usually play that. It's all these things that are that are different for me. So I have a blast on that show, and the people, every one of them. Is incredibly nice. It's really, a, it's really a funny show. I've got to say, yeah. and I love Katie for this. A lot of people probably don't know this. You probably do because you know her. Katie was a gorgeous. I want to say beauty queen. Was she? Yeah. A, right. Wasn't yeah. she a beauty queen? Or I think so. Yeah. I, I, back I think. In, yeah. I think she was. A, but my God, was she exquisite? Maybe she weighed as much as this paper clip at one time. <laughs> what I love about Katie is she purposely put on weight. You know about this? She, yeah, and she's pre- she's pregnant in yes. both seasons. Yes, yeah, but she purposely put on weight to get this job. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, Aww. so she also, I think it was um, Modern Family. She was on, or one of the other uh, ABC comedies. Yeah, where you could see the trans the transition of her going from this thin beauty pageant to a, oh, a little right. bit more relatable of a woman. The one woman. with Melissa McCarthy, is that yes, the one? I'm where she sorry. played her sister? Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, Mike and Molly. Mike and Molly, Thank right, you. right. Thank you, Mike and Molly. Right. So, yeah, so I love her for that because I read somewhere where she said she was too pretty. 
and too thin, and nobody would hire her for those kind of roles. Because she is gorgeous. Oh, just exquisite. So she said, you know what? I'm going to let myself put on a little weight and see what happens. And look at that. Yeah. It's true. I mean, now she's a star of the show, and she's killing. I mean, she's in every scene, and there's like 22 episodes at least. Last year, there was 24, I think, 25. I don't know how she does it. And she was pregnant both seasons the whole time. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. All right, so what's next after season two, Suzanne, for uh, Sideswiped? (laughs) Season three, season four. Well, of course. (laughs) But what's uh, what's next in your world, personal and business? Um, Well, like I personal, it would just be, you know, we're waiting for the ring, I'm like, dude. <laughs> Hanging my, out with my boyfriend. Was that my external voice? I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, I feel like, you know, I, like I said, I've been here for 20 years and I feel like it's it's the first time that like this this level of you know my dreams are coming true so I'm just sort of taking that in and enjoying it and um, professionally I think you know hopefully we'll get a season two I'll do more American Housewife I'm hoping that this will lead to more you know movies or any kind of roles Um, thank you it will (laughs) what about your real mom in real life how is she affected by the character that Rosanna's playing and Mm. is she on board with everything like does she say oh Carly don't say that don't do that no she was really supportive she would come to set and met Rosanna and um, I mean my mom is really happy in her life right now and you know with my stepdad like they they both work for American Airlines he's a pilot and she's a flight attendant so they fly around the world together like she's in a really good place and a lot of the fights that our character that my character has are based on like old fights you know us getting through that transitional period in our lives that I brought up every mother daughter goes that every mother daughter goes through and I feel like we needed it to go there in order to get to where we are now and so she was extremely supportive and I talked to her about using some of the fight. Like we get in this big fight in the in one of the episodes that you'll see that like um, I, I literally took words from our fight and put it in it. And so I went and asked my mom if that was okay, and she was super supportive. How do you it. remember him? Because when I'm fighting with my mom, I can't remember anything. Oh, I I'll said. never. I know like <laughs> word for word everything that happened. <laughs> I remember it Wait, all. There was only one fight. <laughs> no, this was this was the fight. Oh. There were a lot of fights. This was the, one of those ones that you're like, oh, I've never gotten that mad kind of a fight. Oh, wow. You know, where you end it and you're like, I don't know if I like you. And she's like, I don't know if I like you. So either. you know what I <laughs> what I'm getting is that this show was uh, therapeutic for you. It really. Yeah. I mean, for me, writing is therapeutic. So to write about your life. My own experiences and, and, and yeah, it's it's cathartic and I love going on and, and getting to play the character. So beyond writing it, then I get to go act it out and kind of relive certain things and I understand it on another level so it's easier to drop into it and everything's super grounded and so like playing with such great actors just was... It was a dream. So one thing for people that are listening that would be good to know, you were 35 when you got into this online dating game. Yeah. Um, did you find that that was a hindrance, that you were too yeah. old, you think? Yeah. You know what I found out is a lot of a lot of guys, they're like the age limit that they stop at on their Tinder, no matter how old they are. This is guys in their like 70s, too. They're like 22 to 35. That was like, so I was 35, Dogs. about to turn 36. And I'm like, I have like two months on this thing before I'm out of the freaking age limit and I'm not going to get any matches, which, you know, of course you'd still get. But but that was like the, the average was 35. Isn't that amazing? So I felt, yeah, I just felt old really quickly. It was weird. I, when I was in the relationship, I never thought about that stuff. I wasn't like, I need to get married and have babies. And then all of a sudden I went to the gynecologist and he says at 35, Freeze you know, your eggs, baby. Yeah, stuff's drying up in there. You better hurry up. And, you know, I just was like, <laughs> nice doctor, hey. It's yes. drying up over there. You'll see the, the fertility. There's there's a there's a fertility doctor thing where it, it's almost word for word what happened to me when I went to the fertility doctor. It's shocking. Did you freeze what your they eggs? say to you? I haven't yet. Are you going to? I think so. 
looking into it, learning about it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they're all dried up now. I'm not sure yet. I, I gotta go back. I don't think so. 38, they're not dried up. Hey, uh, uh, Brigitte Nielsen. I know, I saw that. It gave me hope. 55 years old, had a baby. It gave me hope. Okay, so yeah. guess what? If yeah, you, yeah. You're a long way from dried okay, up, my friend. Good, good, yeah. Well, I am so excited to see Sideswiped. I'm going to go home and binge it because I love binging. That's my thing. Oh, good. I'm a binger. I want to hear what you think. I will. I'll, believe me. That's one thing about me. You'll hear what oh, I good, think. Oh, good, good, good. Hopefully it's good. I say what other people think and won't say. Oh, good. I love it. So don't you And you'll worry. see that's what kind of happens on the show, too. We talk about things that are too embarrassing to talk about, but I'll act them out for you. Did you also find out if there's more women or more men that are on dating line, uh, online dating services? Oh, you know... I couldn't tell you that, but I know that I have a lot of guy friends that say that it's a little bit tougher for them. So maybe there's a lot of women on there, or maybe women are just more picky. And speaking of uh, guys, the ex, are you on friendly terms with totally. him? Totally. We share dogs. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, so we, we so it was totally amicable. Do we talk about him in this new, uh, in the show? Brian Greenberg plays my ex. Um, so yeah, you'll see him on there. He's okay. It's one of my favorite episodes. Do we have to pay him to, to do that? Brian Greenberg no. or the ex? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because it's not really based, like, it's not him, you know? It's it's sort of just the story of having the ex, you know what I mean? Is is That's pretty much it. There's not really anything from him yet on the show. Um, this is good. So, this is going to be so fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, honestly, for young girls out there, this is, re- and young guys. Yeah. This is really a great uh, format to Thank see you. it on because you can sit in your house, you can, you can watch it on it. your couch. Yeah. You know, and you could learn a lot. It's you not, can. I mean, and it's, uh, it's 40 minutes. I've already learned so much. Yeah, yeah. And it's easy to find because YouTube, I mean, the good thing about YouTube so is it's all over where our to find phones. It. So YouTube Premium is where it is. And so you'll subscribe there and you can get a month free. And then you can go on your app. So your smart TVs have a YouTube app, your phones have it. And you just go on there and sign in. And then it's under originals and it'll be right there to pop up the first thing you see probably right now. And where do we find you? What's your uh, socials? So uh, Twitter, it's Carly underscore Craig. And then on Instagram, it's Carly C. Craig. And then Facebook is just Carly Craig. Well, there you go. Yeah. And I'm Lisa K. Earth. And this has been What Goes On Around Here. And now we know <laughs> what goes on around that dating service. Yeah. <laughs> Those dating services. <laughs> Thank you, Carly, for Thank being you. here. I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. I had a great time. Good. (laughs) 